0: What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing out there? Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good night, whatever time it is, wherever you're at, and you're listening to this episode, I want to thank you. This is TJ, and I'm coming to you again with another episode of The Soapbox. It's been a crazy, crazy week in America, all the ups and downs, ins and outs, but we're going to dig deep. Into what's going on in our nation right now, all across the world. People are chiming in. So, with no further ado, let's sit back and enjoy the episode, all right? All right, so listen, you would have to be a blind fool to not see everything that's going on in the world right now. dealing with the racial injustices that black americans have had to deal with for as long as we've been in the country it it is absolutely amazing to me last last week was probably one of the most amazing weeks of my entire life when i'm looking at what's going on right now in our country my episode last week i made some shout outs i i I made some calls you know i i called out some names you know i wanted i wanted to hear from white america from the church uh from black people who have been sitting on the sidelines I've, i've wanted to to hear uh from many different groups and also i wanted to to kind of bring out some of the issues with the riots and and why we are uh destroying property and and different things like that the violence and everything and you know what is absolutely amazing is that this week all of those calls were answered the the images that have been shown of the the solidarity the the coming together of different racial groups different ethnicities different communities in support of what i would consider to be one of the oldest crimes that this country has endured um is absolutely amazing i mean it made my heart absolutely just jump a beat when i saw uh crowds and crowds thousands 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 of people uh of all different types of groups and communities coming together to fight in this fight um there's been all kinds of ups and downs this week i mean the 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 situation with uh drew Brees and the nfl and how the players made a call out to the nfl for them to take a stance and then the nfl turns around and does exactly that you know, that in itself. And, and, and let me pause for a second because I know that there, there are some people that are listening to this podcast and you want to say that some of these actions were late. Or you want to say that some of these people are responding because of some type of uh, influence. Well, guess what? If If that's what's necessary to make the change, then so be it. You know? Um, I understand the situation with Drew Brees and the statement that he made as far as respecting the flag. And then I understand that he had communications with his people, with his teammates and with other African-Americans in this country. And he changed his position. Ladies and gentlemen, if you can't accept change, then there is absolutely no need for us to even walk down this road. All right. Let's get over that hump first. You have to be able to accept that a man or a woman is willing to concede I was wrong. I made a mistake in how I viewed things. And therefore, I am willing to change. You have to be able to allow people to change because nobody's perfect. And this is an evil that's been around for a long time. So there are a lot of people out there right now that are are having to be woken up. All right. So that means you have to be a part of that process of waking them up. But once they wake up, we can't beat them up because they have joined the fight. We can't hold over their heads the things that they did prior to them being awake. People make mistakes. People see things wrong. That's why I'm not against What the NFL did. I've heard all kinds of different criticism. But my thing is this. The players reached out and they told the NFL exactly what they wanted. And the NFL turned around and they did exactly that. They took the stands. Now, you might say, oh, well, that's uh, one person speaking for a group of white owners. And understand, I'm not totally against what you're saying. But however, we have to take some steps forward. All right. We can't just jump out the window today and be 100% changed because the reality is, is after all this protesting is done, after all of these movements are done, after all the funerals are done, after all of the speaking and the talking is done, action has to happen. And when that action happens, it's not going to be immediate. It's going to take time because we have a systemic problem that grew to the heights that it is throughout the years. So it's going to take years to fix this problem. It's going to take years and time. To get us to where we need to be as far as on equal footing and equal grounding in the minds of people. Because we're not fighting money. We're not fighting a physical fight. We're fighting an ideal. We're fighting a mentality that has been bred and festered and cultivated throughout years. That's what our fight is up against. So tomorrow and the next day and the next day, we're going to have protest. It is already apparent that the people that have decided to fight this fight this time they're not backing down they're gonna keep pushing and steamrolling until this country decides to right the wrongs that it has basically ignored for hundreds of years but see that's really what brings me to the meat of the conversation today because in the last i don't know few days i've had all types of people come to me and say to me, well, well, TJ, I understand the problem. I understand the situation, but what can we do? What can we do to fix this? You know, you're saying that the country has done African-Americans an injustice for years. You're saying that you have been put on unequal footing for years. So, what can we do now to fix the problem? Because it's hundreds of years old, dating all the way back to when your people were dragged out of their country and brought to this one. What can we do? Well, I have a gift for everybody who is asking that question today. I've got the roadmap to that success but there's a couple things that we have to understand before we can even get to the solution and that is is we've got to understand we've got to get to a point where we are are real about the reason why we're even where we are you see the biggest problem in society right now is not overt in your face blatant Racism. The problem is systemic racism and people's ability to allow it to exist. There are some very, very dangerous personalities in the world, fueled by hate, fueled by anger, fueled by frustration. But there are personalities that exist in the world that are far more dangerous than anybody who is standing in front of you ready to rip your head off. There are two demons that we fight against, and we have to destroy these two demons immediately to fix the problem. One of them is called willful ignorance, and the other one is called deliberate indifference. Now, understand, I made it clear last week, and I stand by my statement. I do not believe that all white people are racist. I can't. I have white people that are a huge part of my life, and I know for a fact that they love me and they adore me just like any black person that knows me. But see, the problem with systemic racism, the problem with the two demons that I just brought up to you is that they don't show themselves right in your face. They exist in the subconscious area of how we live our lives each and every day so before i can talk about each one of these demons i've got to give you the definition of each one so when we talk about willful ignorance the dictionary definition of willful ignorance is a decision in bad faith to avoid becoming informed about so as to avoid having to make undesirable decisions that such information might prompt an individual to make. So understand what that means. That means that what you're doing is you're making a decision that you know is wrong because you don't want to be informed. You don't want to know because knowing Will convict you and make you have to do something. Now, deliberate indifference is a whole nother ball game because deliberate indifference is the conscious and reckless disregard of the consequences of one's act or omission. It entails something more than negligence, but is satisfied by something less than acts of omission for the very purpose of causing harm. Or with knowledge that harm will result. Now, if you're in the deliberate indifference area, then that means that you know without a shadow of a doubt that the actions that you are about to take or not take are going to cause somebody harm. And you decide that you're just not going to do anything. You know I'm going to get hit by this bus that's on the way that I'm standing right in front of. You know it. It's imminent. But instead of you moving me, instead of you warning me, you just let me get hit. That is the crime that we are fighting against. You see, there's a lot of people that are out there right now. And they're saying little things like, well, there has to be two sides of a story or let's review the facts. I even saw somewhere where there was a post about George Floyd having the coronavirus or being intoxicated. What does that have to do with anything? Why does any of that even matter in this scenario? This man was murdered in front of our faces. And we have a group of people that are attempting to discredit his character. For what? What is that going to change? It wouldn't have mattered at all if he was high, if he had coronavirus, if he had all kinds of diseases that would have caused him to have negative effects from being physically handled. No person alive can endure nine minutes Of a man kneeling on their neck. We talked about this last week. That's positional asphyxiation. It's real. It exists. We've been teaching it forever. But then we also have a group of people who are saying things like, if he was a white guy, it would have never made the news. Just the fact that you can say if it was a white guy is a privilege. Because black people don't say if. We say when. When is the next black guy to get shot? When is the next black female to get beat? When is the next black guy to get taken out of his home in front of his children? We don't say if. It's not a possibility with us. It's a reality. And you can can butter it up any kind of way you want but the truth of the matter is we don't have to guess if we're gonna be a target all we have to do is wait and it happens so i ask you in reality how could he have done anything whatsoever that would have resulted in a death sentence we've got prisoners right now who are still alive who have not only sold drugs but done drugs themselves We've got murderers and rapists in our country's prisons at this very moment who have done horrendous things and are still breathing. So there is no justification for anybody attempting to discredit this man's character just so you can justify his death. That makes no sense. But it only happens to black people. But see, there's a reason why this happened. See, the problem is, you know this. The world knows this. I know it. My family knows it. You know it. Your family knows it. But see, people don't want to approach it because it attacks their ego. See, when you hear things like this about these injustices, then what happens is is it starts to fester and eat at the soul of the individual who is a part of the community that appears to be the predator. Well, let me do you a favor, and I want to make sure this is clear. To those of you that are out there that are listening to this podcast that are a part of the white community, we are not holding you responsible for the evil that your predecessors have done. You didn't bring us over here on any boats. You didn't whoop us. You didn't hang us. What we are saying, what the African-American community is saying is we want to hold you responsible for the moment For what we're doing right now, you see it like we see it. You know it like we know it. So then why stand to the side and allow it to continue? Don't try to justify it because there's no justification for it. Don't try to find a whole bunch of numbers that you can move around to make this make sense. It doesn't make sense. Now, like I said last week, I know some people may not want to hear this, but understand there are some things that just have to be said. If we're going to move forward, then we need to have a realistic conversation. And in an effort to be real, there are different personalities that we need to talk about. We need to discuss these because people need to get over themselves. And tune in to what's going on right now in the country. So, the first one that I want to talk about is those that believe that the system is not flawed. Let me explain to you how you can be one of these people. If you have lived your whole life and you have never faced the injustices of what the system has done to anybody for that matter. You've had a silver spoon in your mouth. You've been able to have pretty much everything that you've wanted all your life. It's going to be pretty hard for that individual, for that personality, to really see the horrible side of life. So we're dealing with that person. And those are individuals that we have to educate regularly because they're not going to really understand it. If you've spent 50 years of your life being able to have everything that you've ever wanted, then it's going to be really hard for you to understand why someone would do the things that Colin Kaepernick did. It's going to be really hard for you to understand why the Black Panther Party was originally created. It's going to be really hard for you to understand why Malcolm X said what he said and why martin luther king did what he did and why all of these different individuals throughout history have done what they've done it's gonna be hard for you to understand that because you don't know how to not see the world from the eyes of the privileged and that's rough but at the end of the day if you accept the fact that that's who you are then i can accept it too and we can move forward now there are also those who believe that the system is flawed for everyone equally now this is not a hard thing to understand either i've got friends who feel the exact same way they say to me all the time well i had it tough i had to struggle i had to fight my way uphill to get everything that i want i had to work every day to pay my bills and buy my house and buy my car and all that kind of stuff and see it's easy for somebody to fall into that trap of a mindset because you believe that the American dream that you live is the same American dream that I live. But that's false. Anytime we live in a situation where me and you both can walk into the same bank, and before we even sit down in front of the teller, they have already decided whether or not they're going to help you or going to help me. When we can walk into a grocery store, And I can be presumed to be a worker and you can be presumed to be a customer. We're already on uneven ground when our children can't go to the same schools because my child can't afford to live in your district, which means that the teachers that my children have to deal with are less equipped to train them to be better citizens while your children get to experience the greatness of education from individuals who have been trained to give them a particular level of understanding when that is in unequal grounds then we're not fair your american dream that you live on a regular basis is not mine I don't get to deal with people the same way you do. I don't get the same benefit of the doubt that you do. And this has nothing to do with anybody dying yet. We're just talking about the general level that we live on. There are statistical facts that support and prove the existence of continued gentrification, continued racial discrimination when it comes down to small businesses and loans this stuff is you can pull it up there there's nothing that anybody is making up to make this argument and let me say this too before i move on to the next group of people stop saying that the african-american community wants a handout let me say something to you that you may not have even realized there would be no america if there were no black people Understand, the colonies didn't build this place. The founding father didn't build this legacy. Black people did. America was built off of the backs of African slaves. And those slaves died making these roads, building these buildings. This country was founded off of black African labor. Slave labor. Sharecropping labor, segregated labor. That's what this country was founded on. Our ancestors didn't get to experience the things that your ancestors did. White ancestors went off to war and came back heroes. Black ancestors went off to war and came back nobody. Look at how long the country was around before black people were even considered human. So our struggle's not the same. Don't confuse the two. Poor black in america will never be as privileged as poor white now the third group of people are those who believe everything we are saying but don't believe it's their problem now i know individuals like this too yeah i i see the the problem in the african-american community i see all of the issues and the disparities and the divide between white and black the privileged and the non-privileged i see it but it's not my fight I'm not black. I'm not African-American. It's not my struggle. This type of personality is very, very dangerous because this is where we begin to move into the deliberate indifference area. If you can stand at the side and see me struggle and not assist me, then that means that you are just as bad as the individual who is overtly oppressing me you're just as bad to stand there and watch me die knowing that you have the ability to save me is absolutely disgusting and we have so many people who are out there right now and they know that things are not right but they decide it's not their fight and then the last group of people that i want to talk about are those who believe that the system is flawed it's everybody's problem but since they don't have an answer they choose to be silent now listen out of all of the personalities that i just talked about if you fall in that category i want to help you today i want to present to you a list of the things that you can do in order to be effective in this fight and it doesn't matter whether you are white black asian hispanic there are millions of people out there right now that don't know what to do you don't know which way to turn you don't know how to help fix this problem well i'm gonna tell you how it starts with the first thing the first button on our list is listen listen to us listen to when we tell you our problems stop trying to jump in the middle of our conversation and give rationales for why things happen stop trying to give us statistical numbers of why we are our own problem try to listen to us let us explain to you what's going on let us explain to you what you see is not the reality that we see one of the greatest things that was ever told to me to do as an individual was to understand before attempting to be understood that's what we need right now look at this situation Look at the actions that are being taken worldwide. We have other countries that are doing million man protests in support of racial equality. In our country, if that doesn't say anything to you, then I don't know what will. But we need you to listen. Listen to us. Listen to the people that are talking. Listen to these young people that are crying out. Listen to the males that are telling you they're tired of being beat. They're tired of being placed in prison. Listen to the women that are tired of being ostracized, tired of being stereotyped. Listen. People don't tell you something for over 400 years if it's not true but then after you listen you need to do the second thing number two you need to support the call i don't care if you spent 30 40 50 years as one of the worst racist individuals in this country understand we have a story in christianity about a man named saul who spent his entire career crucifying absolutely being a pure menace to the church to christians everywhere and one day saul was shown the light changed his name to paul and basically wrote two-thirds of the entire new testament but prior to that transformation he was a menace so i don't care where you stand i just know where i want you to stand And that's with us in this fight. You need to be a part of this. So if you understand it, if you listened, fight with us. March with us. Stand with us. And vocalize it. Tell the world that you are supporting the movement for now listening is not that hard pledging that you're gonna stand beside us is not that difficult either but the next part is the most difficult one the third thing and the most important thing that we want you to do is we want you to affect change in your direct environment and let me tell you why that's so important because it's easy for you to stand in front of me and say yeah tj you know i understand what's going on in the black community and i'm with you 100 i'm ready to fight i'm ready to do whatever it takes for me to be a part of this movement but what are you saying when you go home what are you saying to your children that look like you what are you saying at the cookout When all your family members come over and there's 40 or 50 of you guys together and this subject comes up, what are you saying? What are you saying to your buddies that you talk to on a regular basis? What are you saying to the people at your job? You see, it's easy to be about the cause when you're around the people who the cause is about. But what about when you're not? Are you still just as fired up when you get around your family? When you get around your wife or your husband, when you get around your children, are you just as fired up then about the racial injustices in this country as you are when you're sitting around me, when you're talking to me? Or is it just what you do to get you through the day? Oh, well. I got to deal with these black folks. So I know I got to make sure that I say whatever I got to say. So I'm around them and there's no problem. But when I get home, yeah, I want to talk about this and I want to talk about that and all they shouldn't be riding and tearing up stuff in the whole nine yards. Listen, man, don't be fake. Don't, don't change. Don't switch up the game all because you in front of my face. I need you to be real 100% of the time because that's the only way we're going to grow it absolutely thrilled my heart when i saw people from the church hierarchy out there protesting big names mega churches that i would have never dreamed would have even stepped foot in the middle of this process because they haven't before but now they are when i heard statements made for people in my position by people who have never ever been on the side of justice in this issue it it absolutely thrilled me i don't know about you but i think i truly believe that change is coming for the better now that may just be me being optimistic i may just have a hopeful mind when it comes down to the situation because the truth is you know i know there's somebody out there right now that's saying well tj uh there's been a million and one other cases of this situation and a lot of smoke and mirrors, a bunch of talk, a lot of hair, hot air blown, but nobody does anything. That's true. But I'm gonna tell you there's something different about this one. There's something different that's going on right now. There are faces that are in the middle of this fight that I have never seen fight for black people comments that have been made that are absolutely astonishing only because of who they come from it's amazing all right well that's all the time i got today um i hope you guys picked up some jewels from this remember we need you to listen we need you to support the cause and we definitely need you to affect change in your particular area we cannot make it in the world as a society if we don't come together and get rid of the biases that have ruled our country for far too long i love you guys i can't wait to talk to you next week next week's father's day so we're gonna do a big deep dive on the whole issue of fatherhood in this country i really love you take care god bless peace